Because the first time we did the podcast, I would have to get shit-faced every time. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, really? Like, really shit-faced? Well, you know, I had to start before the podcast instead of... During. Right, yeah, right now I just started drinking. No, Penny, you can't be a dick. <laughs> Take off my shoes. <laughs> oh shit, it's getting real. Well, that's a good that's a good way to start. I'm gonna leave that in the intro. Uh, welcome to another episode of Pajiba, the Pajiba Television Podcast. I'm Pajiba contributor Dan Hamamura. Uh, with me, as always, our deputy editor Tori Preston. Hello. And Pajiba headmaster Dustin Rolls. Greetings. Uh, thank you, Dustin, for taking off your shoes. Uh, this week we're going to talk about. Watchmen, uh, which I think we all watched, uh, Castle Rock, Mrs. Fletcher, Silicon Valley, but as always, what, what is everyone drinking? I am drinking Viridian India Pale Ale. It's another uh, local Maine beer. Uh-huh. Somebody left it in my refrigerator after a party. It's delicious, though. Does it taste like French toast? No. <laughs> <laughs> it is you harmonious, piney, and unwavering. <laughs> Are there any cute dead animals on the can? <laughs> no, it's just like a mysterious plant organism. <laughs> the blob. Yes. And it's not from Viridian Dynamics, the uh No, no. Vaguely no. <laughs> evil megacorp from uh from uh Better Off Ted. It is from Bitterford, Maine, which is one of the um creepier towns in Maine. Ooh. So it is kind of Halloween y. <laughs> Um, I'm drinking once again, actually, a bottle of red blend uh, phantom wine. But this time <laughs> I purchased it in honor of Roxana, oh. who has been talking ever since the last podcast about how my description made it sound good. And then because she kept saying how good it sounded, I kept thinking it does. You know what? It actually was pretty good. So I bought a second bottle. <laughs> um, and she still hasn't tried any of it, so I feel kind of bad. But uh, Roxana, it's still tasty. You should uh, find it. Uh, and I'm boring and still drinking the same still bottle. The dang, of, God uh, damn it, Weller! I'm I'm almost out though, which is Thank bad you. because Drink I can't faster. But I can't get it in L.A. They're all sold out right now. So then I, buy I a different alcohol. Yeah, and then you save <sighs> that one for special occasions. Exactly. I think I might have to do that. You're not talking to us. Or... I did. I did. I will say this though. I did look for Allagash White at the supermarket the other day, and they didn't have it, so. Hmm. Does it get all the way out to California? I don't know. In the bars, it does. Yeah, in the bars, it does. I don't know if they sell it, you know, by the can. Uh, Which is very disappointing to me, but not disappointing is our next segment, which uh, I remembered this time (laughs) to put up top. It's time for Dustin's Riverdale recap. That's right, Dustin Rolls will give us uh, all the happenings in Riverdale in 30 words or less. That's right. So, Dustin, take it away. Are you ready? Here we go. Alice kills Edgar before he can drive the cult members off a cliff in a bus and escape in his homemade rocket. A rat crawls out of the corpse of Cheryl's brother. The end. You made all of that up. Nope. That's not a real thing. Nope. I believe the rat part, honestly. I mean, I feel like we've been hearing about that corpse for a while. Yes. <laughs> It's true. Something was going to happen. But you were going to, they were going to kill a cult 
but then they well the cult leader him. was going to kill his own cult oh, okay by driving it off a bus right but then Alice who was working for as a mole for the FBI escaped she was being held hostage by the cult later and she escaped and shot him in his evil Knievel uniform before he took off in his homemade <laughs> rocket with the ransom money mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. did the rocket still take off no 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 oh. that would have cost that would have been the budget was too high for that yeah they spent it all on the rat Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. And this is a show based on the Archie comics. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, thank you, Dustin, for the Riverdale recap. Uh, Quite welcome. Uh, all right. This week, let's start with Watchmen, because that's probably the one show we're discussing that all three of us have watched. Um, uh, I don't know how you guys felt. I, I mean, I'm still enjoying it. Uh, I did kind of have a larger question. I'm still enjoying which, uh, it. Is there a doubt? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess we're only two episodes in, so I should. Right. You hope I'm still enjoying it, but uh, a lot of a lot of reviews and recaps, including yours, Dustin, have referenced uh, PDpedia, mm-hmm. which is uh, it's like supplemental material that HBO has uh, has uh, hopefully published provided. online, um, which fills in kind of the backstory, and it made me think about uh, just like trying to trying to figure out what this balance is in. How much, uh, I, I guess, how much homework should a viewer be expected to do? And uh, I never felt left out in terms of, you know, missing these extra story points. Um, but uh, but every review seems to be referencing them. And I just feel, it just makes me feel old and cranky to be <laughs> like, why are you making me read stuff, read extra stuff? I just want to watch my TV show. My feeling about this is, is if you don't know that, there's supplemental material and most people do not mm-hmm. you're not missing anything and if you read recaps then you're going to get what you need from the supplemental material probably like yeah. i there's quite a bit of it right now and there's mm-hmm. more after each episode so i'm i'm skimming it mm-hmm. i'm not like digging deep deep into it yeah because I mean, a lot I, of it's kind of boring i didn't realize until reading your recap and seeing pdpd and being like what? Uh, I didn't know it was out there, but I also didn't feel, I didn't feel like I was missing anything. No. Like I thought the show was giving me enough to go on and yeah, there obviously are some question marks still, but nothing that made me kind of, I think what we talked about last week, like I never felt lost. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I guess it's nice that that stuff is out there, but I don't think I'm going to go look for it. I would hope that by the end of the season, the show has given me enough to understand right. it. And if right. it hasn't, that's kind of a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it answers any questions. It's just like, why aren't they using smartphones? So it explains that, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was an interesting tidbit that you put in, or the 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 context for the politician right. and the fact right. that he's the son of the guy who passed the original superhero. Like right. those are all interesting, but watching the episode, I didn't, it was enough for me to go like, Oh yeah, he's a politician and right. Don Johnson's wife used him. to work yeah. for him. Yeah. Right. So. And he's probably a bad guy cause he's played by, uh, Bob. Yeah. I kind of assumed everyone in this show, <laughs> at some point is a bad guy. Like the only person I don't think is a bad guy is Regina King. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I have a feeling that Don Johnson might spin around again. Oh, uh, to a good guy at some point, but I'm not sure. 
I kept the, thinking he was the one she either she he was the one she stabbed or he was the one she he was the one with the gun in mm-hmm. that scene um, when they flash back to the the attack on her house. Oh, yeah. Well, wow. there's a really interesting theory going around right now and that it totally makes sense. But you sort of do need to understand a little more about that American Hero Justice show uh-huh. from the Hood of Justice, that original guy. Oh, yeah. that, it's, that it's Will. Right, yeah, and I thought that Which was is, pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm really into that theory, and I think it makes sense. Yeah. And Hooded Justice, was that was the uh, the character that's being uh, examined and dramatized in the uh, American hero story, like, show within a show. Right. Right. right, and nobody knows the real identity of that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I would buy that theory. Mm-hmm. I mean, for whatever, I mean, like, Will will turn out to be someone important. Right. Right. Um, But the fact that they're kind of reveal who he is in the same episode where they're showing clips from that, um, from that TV show, I think. But that might also be too easy in Lindelof. I mean, in The Leftovers, at least, nothing was easy. Like, everything was a huge (laughs) frickin' surprise by the end. Uh Uh-huh. You could not, there was a lot of things you just could not guess. That's true. Like, I'm still waiting to see how they're going to connect Adrian Veidt to everything. Because, like, his his making the play about Dr. Manhattan and the reveal that he's got all these clones Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Like, that's, he's just kind of off in his castle doing his own thing. And it's such a, it's a delightful departure. But there is no connective tissue yet right. between, like, the drama happening around him and the rest of the storyline. And it's a very – I enjoy seeing it because it's one of the more concrete references, obviously, to the original um, comics. Mm-hmm. But it really is it's – a, it's a complete tonal shift. And if you, had, if you weren't familiar with the comics, it makes – even less sense. It makes even less sense. It's yeah, just this you... random wealthy guy with <laughs> clones. Who they He's... haven't even named. Like, we know it because right. it's on IMDb, but it's not right. like... <laughs> no one's called him that, so, yeah. Uh, and, and by the way, it's the... As someone corrected us last time, it, Tom Izon was not one of the racists. He's playing one of the clones. Uh, Mr. Phillips. And then we saw what... Yeah. Um, <clears throat> he was... He he played Doctor Manhattan. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that was just a nice way to say that he was naked. <laughs> Apparently, he wasn't though. Right, which was obvious. I'm not because he the character was wearing a mask. <laughs> Why was not it that I'm an expert? <laughs> Look. I don't want to say that I've written fan fiction about Ichabod Crane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> anyway. Nice to see him back in a TV show. Sure, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Anything else, Dustin? No, I think that's it for Watchmen. All right. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's still, obviously, there's still a lot of table setting. And, uh, and even though they, they did answer a couple questions... Um, I don't know. We've got, what, eight more episodes to go to enjoy? Do you think we'll see more uh, Squid Rain? Yeah, I think that's going to play a pretty 
big role in it somehow. I mean, it's all it's every time they, you see a newspaper, it's mentioned in that, and that's what uh, mm-hmm. Bunny Colvin was theorizing about. I didn't really catch what the hell they were talking about, other than Squid Rain and conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I—that's the part of the comic that I don't completely understand myself. Nobody did. Okay, good. <laughs> good. <laughs> what I actually like is to me, and again, this is one of the things that divides kind of the fans. Like, I, I liked the comic, but one of the things that I really never was on board with was the ending where he has, it's, you know, uh, Ozymandias's plot to convince people that, you know, to, to unite the world against a common threat, and his idea is to drop a giant squid and kill a bunch of people, but, like, with a squid. And <laughs> I was always kind of like, there are other evil plots to right, hatch. Yeah. Like, that's that's a weird one. Uh, so, I, and what I, what's funny is the, the Snyder movie got rid of it, came up with a different, like, redid the ending. And it's probably one of the only things about the movie I thought they did well. And then the, the TV show, what I like, is that it's reclaiming this, like, very kind of controversial part of the comic and doing something with it. Mm-hmm. Well, it makes it, it seems very Magnolia when it happened. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, it's like all of a sudden I'm like, the squid are my favorite part of the show, which I was not <laughs> expecting. Uh, all right. Well, I'm sure we're all going to keep watching that. Uh, yes. Let's see. Let's uh, let's move on to Castle Rock, which I think is Tori's area of expertise, unsurprisingly. It is. Oh. Uh, so, Tori, <laughs> why don't you tell us about Castle Rock? Oh, man. Uh, so, I loved it. <laughs> uh, so, this is season two that just launched last week on Hulu. Uh, they premiered three episodes, which was a really good idea, uh, partially because I think that it took those... They were really exciting episodes, and each one ended on a, a good cliffhanger. Uh, but I think that the season it made sense to front load it because this season is very different from the last one in ways I wasn't expecting. So uh, I don't know how much you guys are familiar with Castle Rock. Uh, so it's it's a drama. It's produced by J.J. Abrams. Uh, and it, it it's supposed to be just kind of inspired by everything, the whole kind of everything that Stephen King has written. Mm-hmm. So... It's set, obviously, in Castle Rock, Maine, which is a setting of a lot of his books. Uh, Shawshank Redemption, um, the the Shawshank Penitentiary, was a location in the first season. Uh, But the first season mostly had original characters in this known Stephen King uh, area. So the the plots were reminiscent of things that might have been in his, his book, in his books or stories, but none of them were actually derived from them. And it, it, I liked it. It kind of petered out at the end, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, great actors. I thought it was interesting. This season mm-hmm. kicks off and it's just nuts. <laughs> Basically it's, it's adapting rather than not adapting any of his works. It's actually drawing its plot from two different books very heavily and, and twisting them in some really interesting ways and kind of, kind of remixing them. So it's not creating an original story in the style of Stephen King. It's actually taking his books and recreating them into something completely new. So it's based on 
misery. This feels like a little like what Watchmen is doing. Exactly, exactly. Hmm. Uh, so this one is the two most obvious influences are Misery and Salem's Lot. So it uh, Annie Wilkes is played by Lizzie Kaplan, and she is kind of the main character. She gets stranded in the town of Castle Rock with her daughter, who's played by Elsie Fisher from eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is theoretically a younger Annie Wilkes. She's uh, obviously crazy. She's on a whole bunch of antipsychotic <laughs> medications. Uh, she, she's changed her name and is basically she bounces around the country going from hospital to hospital, uh, stealing medication and then moving on. She's kind of outrunning supposedly a murder in her past. And then the town, uh, the neighboring town is the town of Jerusalem's lot and Annie kills a guy (laughs) goes to dump the body the ground gives way drops her and the dead guy into a 400 year old crypt and next thing you know the guy she killed is back to walking around the city and something is happening where he is uh, attacking and converting the people that he's killed into kind of gooey shambling monsters so Salem's Lot was the vampire story it was the second novel Stephen King wrote it was about a a vampire essentially a nest of vampires taking over um, Mm -hmm. the town so I right now there's a lot of you know it kind of front loaded a lot of details but you don't know like definitely there's some menace that is bringing people back to life and forming a nest not sure if it's Pet cemetery ish there. Right. It was a bit more pet cemetery. So that's the other thing. I'm not sure that they're vampires. <clears throat> right. Uh, it could be any number of things, but it, the idea of this spreading, you know, people being converted. Uh, but you just said the Marsden house is from Salem's Lot? Yeah. So that's where, in Salem's Lot, the vampire that comes to town and starts it all, uh, he he buys this abandoned mansion called the Marston house, which uh-huh. and the way they describe the mansion in the show is the same backstory. It was a mansion that was built, um, in the 1920s by this, you know, I think he was like a bootlegger really or guy, something. Yeah. yeah. You know, like a rich criminal, um, who was interested in the dark arts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so very similar. And what you see in the show is that the Marston house, basically when Annie has to escape from that cavern, she finds a staircase and it winds her all the way up the hill and she comes out into the basement of the Marston house. So um, at some point, whenever that guy built the house, he connected it to this old crypt. So he knew what was down there, theoretically. You're still, you know, they still have to reveal what all of that connection is, but the body <laughs> that she dropped that was reanimated has taken up, uh, is, is in the process of buying the Marston house and filling it with uh, dead people. Hmm. Hmm. So that's happening. And what I think is kind of more interesting is what's going on with Annie, because originally it seemed like this would be a, a prequel to the misery that we know which is, you know, Annie, a nurse, uh, captures Paul Sheldon, a novelist, keeps him chained to a bed, hobbles mm-hmm. him, makes him write a novel. Right. So this would theoretically, if this is the younger Annie when she has a daughter and all this stuff, it would theoretically be a prequel to that. You're seeing her before she has that. Uh, I think what the show is actually doing is twisting it and this 
the murder that she's running from is of, if not Paul Sheldon, then certainly a novelist. Because uh, a lot of her flashbacks and hallucinations have um, an auditory cue of a typewriter mm-hmm. that signals them. And she, at one point, when she's carrying a baby, uh, she's carrying her daughter. So I think it's implied that she kidnapped the baby. Uh, otherwise, this was actually like. Oh, I didn't yeah, catch so that. the baby was in a hmm. box that oh, the yeah, box yeah. had the sense. name, and it looks like a, a romance novel uh, manuscript box. So. Uh, either she had a relationship with this guy and then killed him or she killed him to steal his baby. Mm-hmm. But um, I think what we're actually seeing is a retelling of misery, but where the guy, the the person that she, the writer is the bad guy. And while she is crazy, she she's kind of the hero of the story. I mean, she's so good. Lydia she's so is. good. She's so, the, so good. She's so good at it. And it's hard. Like, you think about, like, Kathy Bates has won one Oscar her entire career, and it was for misery. Mm-hmm. And Lizzie Kaplan walks in and just, just knocks it. it out of the park. She's so good. She's got the walk. She she kind of, and she's created her own version of it where it's it's believable and, like, because the dialogue, they, they have her go on these rants that are absurd. And she just, you, you, get emotional with her because <laughs> she she's very I mean it's very melodramatic because it's all her like yelling at her daughter about how like the world is garbage and filthy and I'm trying to save you from it we'll find our <laughs> laughing place and like just yeah, the laughing place is that uh, a Stephen King reference that I didn't know it sounded one, like Pennywise or something I don't know it's not uh, I think that's actually a reference and I'm blanking it's something Oh, God, I did look that up, and I'm blanking on where it's from, but it's not... I think it's something that may have been mentioned in Misery, but it's actually a reference to something else. Huh. Um, hold on. Let me double check. But yeah, so basically, they only released three episodes, and I was totally hooked. It was the right amount, but now I'm stuck having to wait every week. And normally, <laughs> I'm like, you know, binging shows is not a great way to watch them but this is the one show I'm just like just right. put it all up yeah. <laughs> I need to know what happens <laughs> so for, for the for the the theoretical TV viewer who maybe didn't watch the first season of Castle Rock and maybe doesn't know Stephen King's works nearly as well as uh, let's say he should <laughs> um, uh, would you first of all is this a show it sounds like you're both enjoying it and you're, you're both uh, you know on along for the ride. Um, but is this a show that you would, that you could, one could jump into or would, would I have to, uh, it's me. That's why I'm, I'm talking it's, about me. Uh, yeah. uh, would, would I, would I have to go back to season one and, and catch up? No, not and, at all. No. You, Although t- didn't go. season one have a big tease in the end that they did not do? That they didn't pay off. Yeah. Okay. Which I think honestly, it's the kind of tease that they could pay off at any point like that. Oh could yeah. Still it was come Torrance, back and right? Be, yeah. It was yeah, yeah. Jackie. Torrance, Jackie's but she was supposed to be traveling to the Overlook to write her family memoirs. Mm. Um, so you, I thought this season would be riffing on The Shining because of that, but mm-hmm. they could bring her, because that was Jane Levy, and they could bring her back at any point um, to pay that off. Right. I also think at some point you're going to see, um, Dan, I will answer your question in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, but speaking of the first season, like they're pretty disconnected. Like again, it's the same town, but we haven't seen and they reference right. events from the first one, but in a very offhanded way where you don't 
you don't actually have to have watched the first season to watch this one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Although I do wonder if that'll change just because uh, the way that Annie is spiraling, I keep imagining that at some point she may need a lawyer, (laughs) Ah. which could be Andre Holland's um, Henry Deaver. And they talk about reopening the Shawshank when we know that um, Bill Skarsgård's character, the kid or the other Henry, is locked up in the basement. So um, I am curious to see if, as the season goes on, they do actually um, either bring back some actors or do something to more strongly connect the two. But no, right now, you could watch the first season and be completely fine because it honestly only has kind of a more like Easter eggs to Stephen King stuff rather than any mm-hmm. real tan- tangible stuff. I think that this season is exciting as a fan, but also I think that the way that they're remixing those books, even if you haven't read Salem's Lot or Misery or anything, you would still enjoy it because like Lizzie Kaplan's amazing and she's killing she's, a dude with an right. ice cream scoop and like <laughs> oh, yeah, that was so who doesn't cool. want that? <laughs> right. And like Tim Robbins is in it and uh, yeah, no, I think it's great. So there was one little uh, piece of local color I wanted to mention about the show. Um, I don't know, maybe 10, 12, 15 years ago, um, a lot of uh, migrants came from Africa. And when they came to America, uh, they basically ended up going to two places, which was uh, Minneapolis and Maine. So we do actually have a very large Somali community. And that they worked that into the season of Castle Rock. Yeah, that's actually something that um, I thought it was interesting. We didn't have as many um, Somalian refugees, but we I remember, especially in the 90s, like even in Vermont, we had a lot of actually um, in my area, it was Bosnian refugees. But there was a large like, especially in the 90s, you got a lot of um, communities springing up in the Northeast. And so one of the things that the show is dealing with, and again, even within those three episodes, sort of subverting expectations for the way it would tell that story. Um, But it's setting up these, what I like is it's not a locals being upset about a fresh refugee population. It's right. They're settled. They've been there for like 20 years now. And it's as they start to really, you know, this is their home. And the few people who kind of don't are still resistant to that, um, to welcoming them or to treating them like, you know, equal citizens within. And it's, uh, yeah, I mean, the show has a lot going on this season. And it, and that's not something that's necessarily, that, that whole section of the plot, that's not something that was from um, any particular King story, I don't mm-hmm. think. Uh, and I did look up, this was, uh, Laughing Place is actually from Br'er Rabbit. Oh, oh. From, yeah, that folk tale. Well, I'm definitely going to check it out, even though I haven't watched the first season. And maybe I'll try to catch up. I don't know. There's... No, no, I didn't, I didn't love the first, I mean, I started to love the first season, <laughs> but then I kind of lost interest. I mean, I finished it, but it wasn't that great. Yeah. It this was is the so first... much better. This season is a lot better. Okay. I'm worried that it'll peter out as well, yeah. but... The first season, again, like, it also started out interesting. It just kind of went off the rails. It didn't know what to do with it. And that's why I think, like, they were pulling their punches. And I think what they learned, it's interesting to watch the two side by side just from, like, a TV standpoint. Because you really feel like they walked away and were like, the problem was that we didn't take a big enough swing. Mm -hmm. 
And so they're like, you know, <laughs> let's just go all out and take two of the most well-known novels and just tear them apart and, re- <laughs> and like make a Frankenstein out of them. Right. right. All right. Talking about taking big swings. I don't know. Oh, I is, that accu- is that accurate for Mrs. Fletcher? I haven't seen it. Uh, well, <laughs> I, haven't either. Dustin, I didn't know it was Dustin's the only one who knows. <laughs> uh, All I so know Ms. is that Catherine Hahn's in it, and I love Catherine Hahn, but I, I will and watch it. it. I haven't yet, but okay. Well, it's based on a Tom Prater novel, so I love that Damon Lindelof and Tom Prater are doing just fine with HBO after the leftovers. <laughs> uh, the, the Tom Prater novel, um, it's it's the pilot episode follows the novel very closely, so it's basically about. An empty, uh, like a woman who's like 48, 49, played by Catherine Hahn, her high school son is going off to college. So her high school son is like a big shot, sort of a douchebag asshole. Um, <laughs> and she's, an, uh, her husband left her and she's kind of like, um, I don't know, she's like having a rough time of it. Uh, so when her son goes off to college, she ends up discovering porn and this sort of like reawakens her so she ends up uh, I don't know uh, over the course of the story she sort of ends up uh, becoming more herself I guess finding herself meanwhile her asshole son in college has like a hell of a horrible time so their paths sort of like intersect in an interesting way Wow, I not what you okay. expect. The well, no, I so I apparently knew nothing about Mrs. Fletcher. I thought yeah. it was one of those like Acorn TV mysteries. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just like, it oh, sounds like that, right? What now? Or like a stuffy British, uh, yeah, thing. Like you know, lady solving crimes or dealing with butlers. I don't know, one or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so porn. okay, so Dustin, your your well, your yeah. euphemism was f- discovers herself. Is that yes. right? What do you mean? Sorry. Yes. Uh, what do you mean by she she discovers porn? Um, like she well, watches it for the first time. Well, yeah. Like her son leaves and she's got the house herself, and like she works at a nursing home. And like uh, in the pilot episode, the there's an old guy who's just watching porn in the nursing home because he's you know old and senile. And I don't know. It it sparks something, and she goes home, and that night she just starts watching it, and she later gets really into it, and it's sort of sexual awakening. She ends up at some point, being romantically interested in a friend of her son's. Ooh. <laughs> a college bro? Right, and then... The, <laughs> well, no, and then her son has some Me Too issues at the same time. Yeah. Her college... I Honestly, I, I was certain you were going to say that their paths intersect when she's watching a porn and he's staring no, no, in no, it. No, no, <laughs> Like, he's <laughs> washed out of college, not told his mom. Uh... It's really good. I mean, the book is fantastic, and this is following along uh, similarly, and Catherine Hahn is fantastic. So you should definitely watch it. Excellent. And it's only half an hour. Really? Okay. How many and episodes? Oh, I don't know. Eight, probably? And it's, uh, they're billing it as a limited series, right? So it's, I mean, I know that that doesn't mean anything these days. No, but it doesn't. And, uh, <laughs> and I think Watchmen is supposed to be uh, one season only, but... That's that thing's gonna go at least three. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lindelof's like, this is all the story I got. I don't have anything else. But I think he said <laughs> that about the leftovers too. Right. 
All right. Well, we'll we'll definitely catch up on that. I will for sure. Um, maybe tonight after we finish yeah. recording. It's a nice light, easy show. It belongs on the HBO half hour comedy block. Is that where they're airing it? Oh yeah, yeah, in that yeah with uh, alongside with Silicon Sil- Valley okay. after Watchmen. Okay. Speaking of Silicon Valley. Yes, speaking of Silicon Valley. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, season six premiered last night as well, alongside Mrs. Fletcher and uh, Watchmen, uh, episode two. And uh, it's back after they've been off the air for almost like forever. I, I, I want to say a year and a half, but I'm not sure. They definitely weren't on last year. Um, was it because of T.J. Miller? I definitely thought the show was over already. I, I think it was really because Alec Berg is a showrunner, and he's also busy running Barry. Um, oh, so I yeah. think it was a combination of trying to deal with that schedule. Um, <clears throat> you can get and, the sense that the cast kind of doesn't like each other anymore. Just in <laughs> interviews overall. They're just like, we're done with each other. Let's, let's not do this anymore. I think yeah. T.J. Miller, but also Thomas Middleditch. I don't think people are big fans of He him doesn't seem either. super popular. Kumal's got like a... Yeah. Yeah, he's he, got I mean, Kumal's he's got about like a to be movie, a... A movie star. He's got a right. Marvel flick coming. Yeah, so so I don't know. It, it's, it's interesting because it, it, it came back and... Uh, Dustin, I don't know how... You, I know, Tori, you haven't watched it, but um, I don't know how you feel about it. It was fine. It felt yeah. like the show... Um, I'll definitely watch through the end because I've been on the ride this whole time, but it wasn't... Um... Weirdly, I find myself more interested in Huli now. <laughs> right, because they're the... Uh, so if you're... Uh, they're finally an underdog for once. Right. So Matt Ross, his character, uh, Gavin Belson, and um, he's he's kind of the scrappy underdog versus... Uh, uh, Thomas Middleditch and uh, Pied Piper, they're kind of the big dog now. and they're... Thomas Middleditch has totally gone Zuckerberg. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I will say the one storyline that I was really intrigued by that they teased was... Uh, um, uh, what's his name? Um, yeah, I can't think of it either, but I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, this is terrible. This, this shows how much I was paying attention. Um <laughs> The right-hand man, assistant Le- guy. Leave it all in. This is all... I'm leaving this all in. Because this, this, this is how... This <laughs> oh, is, we're just we going to struggle. We need to sh- Zach be Woods shamed. Zach Woods character? Yes. yes. Thank you, yes. Zach Woods. Um, Whatever uh, his character's name is. Yes. But uh, Zach Woods... Uh, Which I want to say is like he, he's kind of disillusioned. Or Josh or something. Jared. That's right. There you go. Why yeah, is it that Tori knows I the show better than us the and show. she hasn't watched in five... <laughs> But you, but you said you hadn't watched in, like, a few years? It, it was definitely a few seasons. But I remember him. Right. He was on it then. Uh, this is real sad that Tori knows mm-hmm. the show better than mm-hmm. us. But, uh, but, yes, thank you, Tori. Uh, Zach Woods playing Jared. Uh, but he, he, he looks like they're setting up a journey for him to find his next, uh, you know, his, his next uh, uh, scrappy you know, genius to, to kind of right. like pair with because he's being, he's being pushed aside, not intentionally, but he's kind of um, finding himself uh, feeling disillusioned with, uh, with Pied Piper and, and with where they're headed maybe. Um, so he uh, goes, he goes back to the incubator yeah, to check it out and sort of like, Oh, this is what I like to do. 
I like mm-hmm. to groom people. Also, uh, it also gave a great opportunity to get in Big Head and Jin Yang, who are yes. just great every time <laughs> they show up on screen. I don't care what they're doing. Um, uh, it's it's always like they're fun, and obviously uh, the. Uh, oh God, I'm gonna. <laughs> I sound I sound awful. Goldfarb. Martin Starr. There you go. Yeah. Gilfoyle. Uh, Gilfoyle. He's always great. And uh, and Kumail Nanjiani is always great. So they're you know they have their beef story where they're bickering and it's fine. But um, well, no, no, they they created uh, Gilfoyle created AIs for both of them, and the AIs mm-hmm. ended up competing uh, like getting into a bickering match that shut right. down the place. Right. That was pretty amusing. Yeah. But typical. Yeah. It was it was a it was a classic. Dinesh Gilfoyle yes. squabble, um, and it, although I I will say, the I'm not I'm blanking on on this other character's name, but he's a minor character, so it's different. Uh, but the guy <laughs> that they in, that they uh, that they invented who pisses off Dinesh, um, who has like oh, yeah, a portable the, the chair chair that was a uh, weird thing. Yeah, it was so weird. It, so there's this guy who's just Tori. <laughs> there's this guy who's annoying. Dinesh uh, and constantly asking him for like the to, to email him, you know the same information over and over, and he's like, "I'll wait," and he just sits there and like he has like these these legs attached to his to his ass, so he like sits down <laughs> and so he can sit wherever he wants because the legs like will extend when he squats and then turns oh. it into a chair. It's like um, a chair built into his jeans. Yeah, oh. and so he's and he's like somehow super nerdy but also super jacked, so it's weird. Like he's just weird. Juxtaposition of this of this like nerdy tech bro who's also a bodybuilder and also super awkward, um, but also uh, wants to sit everywhere. I'm sure that guy exists. Yeah. Was it a strap on to the jeans or no? It's like a built in. But like then, how do you wash the jeans? Is it one of those? No, no. It's it's it's, it must be it must be strapped him somehow. I don't know. But you don't want to read too much into that. Well, no, because then there's that whole movement about people who think that you should never wash your jeans and you can just put them in the freezer or something. Oh, right, because the freezer kills... Why would you put them kills, in the freezer? Because it, it kills, kills the microbes, so that's what gets rid of the smell. I'm not a fan. What? Um, I just feel yeah. like you can just wash your jeans. Right, but washing jeans uh, distresses yeah, I'm not a, them I'm not a kills big them. I'm not a big jean washer. I'm like a, I wash my jeans like once a week, you know. If that's but, like normal. Well, I mean, are you yeah, wearing the same? Normal. Do you have multiple jeans that? You, I don't. Never mind. Never mind. Well, like one week I wear a <laughs> pair of jeans, and then the next week I wear the other pair of jeans. Right, but well, the part that that confuses me, and maybe this is just telling on my lifestyle or my ability as a human, but don't people like spill stuff or get their jeans <laughs> yes. dirty? Like, how do you how do you do that if you like when your dream jeans? Have. Somehow jeans just get clean. I don't know. When you spill stuff, it's gone the next morning. I don't know how it happens. I, also, I don't think that's right. I also noticed, like, I, so I spent, like, 15 years living in New York City, like, commuting on the subway. And then I left. And now every time I go back, anything I'm wearing that touches anything on a subway, I get back to the hotel and I'm like, this is dead to me. Like, I will not touch it again until I washed it. And, like, I didn't used to be that crazy. But, yeah, no, now I'm like... Jeans are for one use if they've touched a subway seat. <laughs> I know what happens there. But when I lived there, I just dealt with it. I was like, this mm. is normal. <laughs> right. You had microbes on your jeans. I don't even what, 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 who cares about microbes? Everybody's, you no, got microbes I mean, on the they make, they make them smell. Also, no, I'm not talking about microbes. Who's I'm talking about jeans? like feces. <laughs> 
Oh, okay. Well, never mind. <laughs> All right, here we go. happens on subways? <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, anyway, so... Anyway. Is it a good season Indeed. so far? So Silicon Valley's back. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's only fine. one episode. It's, it's fine. It's, I think, I think for people who have been along for the ride, they'll keep watching. You know, um, the more we see shows like Silicon Valley go into the sixth season, the more I'm like, you know what? The Netflix cancel after three seasons? Maybe it's not a bad idea after all. It leaves you wanting more instead of like, you know, any show almost that goes to five or six seasons, you're like, okay. Yeah. The excitement is worn off. I don't think, like, there are so many shows where I know I, I, like, I've gotten to the point where I just kind of stop when I'm, when it feels like a chore. But I know right. there were, especially sitcoms and stuff, where I watched further, and I don't retain any memory of anything after, say, the third or fourth season. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, I was reading some recap about something involving friends, and they were like, and then Rachel was pregnant. And I was like, what? She got <laughs> pregnant in Friends? I mean... Well, yeah, but that was a that was a big thing. Was, that was it? a big deal? What it was season? at the time? I vaguely remember that. Yeah. It was like season. Se- what do you mean you <laughs> vaguely? Re- Wait, hang on, hang on. We have to. Okay, we we have other stuff to get to, but but I I gotta I gotta I gotta pause Wait, wanna, this for a second. Wait, Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait, okay, hold this for the rant. No, no, I'm not, <laughs> not for the rant. Uh, hang on. So so look, I know I know Friends is a you know it's it's it doesn't hold up because it was in the '90s and it was very '90s and how okay. do they afford those apartments and how you know there are no people of color in New York City apparently, uh, but what what do you mean you don't remember Rachel getting I pre- legit like it was thought Friends ended who was the father it was Ross you <laughs> fucking maniac I thought the show ended when no, that was no, the no. big that was the big reveal <laughs> it was the fact that like she, they're like oh my god Rachel's pregnant who's the father and she won't tell anybody and then they find out that there's a sweater that was like left in her apartment and they're all trying to play like detective and trying to figure it out at the end of the episode Ross is like oh hey my sweater and then and then like the the studio audience screams because it's like oh my god it's Ross and then that becomes a whole thing for like the last two seasons Whoa, 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 like, whoa, whoa, are they that stay? happened two seasons before the end. I legit I thought I don't remember Friends exactly ended when, but. when she got together with Ross. I thought that was like the end of the show. That is no, the no. end of the show. Well, was but he they had a baby to that other person when she had the baby. She was. He was already thrice it's, divorced. Yeah. It's from his me, first yeah, yeah. wife, who became a right. lesbian, and his second wife, who was British, right. and then Rachel. Wait, he got married to Rachel in the show? <laughs> they got married in Las Vegas at the end of season four. What is happening? Am I, I the only person who watched Friends? <laughs> I feel so... I watched it all. I know, I did too. I feel so justified. I don't watch reruns. Dustin what I'm really, What I'm really learning is that, is that this is all taking up brain space <laughs> that should be utilized for other things. <laughs> But like somehow, supplemental materials for Watchmen. Right, but this supplemental material about Friends remains in my brain. And I haven't even watched it in probably a couple of years at least. So why do I remember all of this? Yeah, I don't recall uh, any of that. Um, I will say uh, Friends is actually the first show I ever binge watched because um, my sister used to record every episode on VHS and she would come back from college with her tapes and then I would watch the entire season in like one day. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I mean, I, I also watch it live, but like we would have like a day where we would just watch Friends all day, and on then, VHS. On VHS, and then with the little um, wavy white lines and stuff. It was fine. 
And then, uh, and then her mom, and then our mom would yell at us for like being like, "Why are you all watching TV all day?" So, so. here's my sad thing. My uh, <laughs> when I was growing up, we had an antenna, and because I was surrounded by mountains, the antenna you you positioned the antenna, and you could only get one network. So you kind of you picked, you set it up, and we picked NBC. <laughs> so I watched NBC until I was like 15. That was the only channel that came in. But we had a friend in town who had cable. Uh, which mm-hmm. was, you know, oh my God, they had enough people for cable. And he would, he would on VHS record different shows and bring them over. And it was, it was like just, we would just be fiending for the next tape. But you had to wait like six <laughs> episodes, like six weeks to go by for him to have filled up a tape and bring it over. Right. So that's how right. I watched anything that wasn't. So he would bring us uh, The Simpsons, Roseanne, Murphy Brown. I was a hip kid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> dinosaurs and then this was the big one for my parents he would bring twin peaks <laughs> and then when i was like nine i was like what's this show and my parents were like that's fine you can watch it <laughs> so because there was nothing i didn't i could only watch nbc so i was like here's this the one show we have on vhs that i haven't watched yet and it was twin peaks so i started binging that when i was like nine uh it took me a while to get it's early for twin peaks that explains a lot i feel like it does yeah mm-hmm. I mean, I still watch Murphy Brown, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I never watched Murphy Brown. Okay, then I will not like, accept your judgment, ever. Dan. <laughs> what do you got for I know, a game tonight, I know she kept, she kept firing her assistants. That's what I know. Yes, every episode. And Pee Wee Herman was an assistant. I think so, yeah. Oh, he was? She mm-hmm. had great suits. Well, Paul Rubens. Um, all right, so tonight's game, uh, it is, uh, again, I have failed to come up with a proper name, so the name of the game is, uh, it's, the, it's our Halloween game, because this episode is going to come out probably the day before Halloween, and uh, it's the game in which Dan uh, describes Halloween episodes or TV shows that did a bunch of Halloween episodes, and then Tori and Dustin try to guess what show I'm talking about. <laughs> The game. That's, I that's assume. the title. <laughs> Rachel's pregnant. Ross gets Rachel pregnant. <laughs> yes. Uh, Friends is not in this list. I will. I will oh. give you. That's a hint. So uh, don't 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 guess. You Friends. should have because it would have stumped us. Well, the funny thing is, I was trying to in researching this. I was trying to find uh, good Halloween episodes. One thing is that most of them are sitcoms. Actually, I think all of, almost all of the ones that I have are sitcoms. Yeah. Um, there are a couple that aren't, but. Um, and, uh, yeah, so for whatever reason, probably cause it's easier to do weird Halloween stuff. Uh, most of them are sitcoms. Um, but also there was a friends episode that they refer that a lot of the kind of list articles would reference and it was from season eight. And even as much as I just ranted about how <laughs> you guys don't remember things from about friends, I had no, no memory of this episode. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to leave that off. Um, uh, so anyway, I'm going to describe a bunch of shows. Uh, you will yell out what uh, what episode you think it is, or what show? Sorry, Just what show you show, think it yeah. is? Um, and uh, because some of these will be very specific episodes that hopefully are memorable. Some of them are like you know, if they've done it multiple times, then it's the thing. Um, and uh, first to five wins. So all right. Uh, oh, and also I should note a couple of these uh, are. Um, a couple of these might be Halloween specials, so there's there that's a that's a possibility in there. All right. 
put so much thought into these games and you still can't come up with a name. <laughs> Look, I've decided that my my brand is really on not coming up with good pun names. Uh, I hear so, you. Uh, so that's just, uh, I'm going to lean into it. That's my thing. Uh, all right, so our first show, uh, also just yell it out. I mean, you know by now, but uh, this first show it's a half-hour show. It uh, they change their format at Halloween. Uh, instead of telling you know a normal half-hour episode, they tell three separate stories outside the, the show's. Con- uh, yes, you got it. <laughs> that was fast. I know. I was waiting for Dusty. him to just say Treehouse of Horror. <laughs> well, I was never going to say Treehouse of Horror. Why would you not? <laughs> because that gives away the answer. <laughs> anyway, Dustin, uh, congratulations. Thank you very much. Dustin's in the lead. Shocking, <laughs> shocking. Shocking turn of events. Uh, our next show, another half-hour comedy. Uh, these Halloween episodes take place within the continu- continuity of the show. Uh, they traditionally feature the characters in competition with uh, one Brooklyn another in an attempt to steal an object. Yes. Oh, yeah. That was very easy. I knew Tori yeah, was going to get that Yeah, I've been one. waiting. That's the only one I'll get. <laughs> Halloween heist. <laughs> we'll see. Um, that's right, the Halloween heist. Uh, number three. Uh, this is actually a specific episode of this show. Uh, it focuses on a uh, the main characters are at a Halloween party, and there's a zombie outbreak due to military community. surplus taco meat. Yes, it is community. <laughs> Congratulations, Dustin. That's a season two uh, as a Halloween episode for community. Um, all right, so Dustin's up 2-1. Uh, next up... Uh, this show did Halloween episodes, I think, three times, but the main kind of uh, arc of them, uh, one of the main characters wore the same costume every year to Halloween in hopes of finding the woman that he oh, had met uh, how I met earlier. Your uh, how, That's right. Tori gets it. Um, they, uh, I don't. I think they did three Halloween episodes. Uh, two of them were about the Slutty Pumpkin, one season one and one when he actually meets her. Also... Uh, I guess we're not allowed to... That's a bad name now. Not shouldn't say Slutty Pumpkin. Slutty Pumpkin, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, it's two to two. This is good. This game is going more... Don't shame... Uh, sex shame the pumpkin. Yeah, what if you just exactly. happen to genuinely... Like, let it just be. Come right. on. Um, sex this positive one, pumpkin. <laughs> this one, I don't know if you guys are going to get, but this one's in there just for me. I'll, I'll be honest. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, this show... I'll say that this show ran four seasons because it's not a show that everybody remembers. Uh, but the episodes, their Halloween ep- they did three Halloween episodes from seasons two through four. Uh, they were non-canonical. Uh, they almost always led to the deaths of the main characters. Uh, one season involved uh, a witch uh, cursing all the main characters. One of them involved a mad scientist brain-swapping and making them, uh, forcing the characters to basically, the actors to play each other. Um, one also involved a homicidal body double of one of the leads. So that lead got to play, uh, you know, kind of like an evil twin. Um, I'm assuming neither of you know this yet. So, uh, I'm feeling really bad about not knowing it. So I'll, so I'll say the, uh, the evil twin, uh, was played by dual Ryan Reynolds, Ryan's Reynolds. Two guys, a girl at a pizza place. Yep. That's correct. Uh, I watched all those. I don't remember. That was like freaking 20 years ago. Yeah, but I love that show, and I still I watch do it once <laughs> You do? Uh, I, I, I do. because I find that? I have it saved. Um, and, uh, On VHS? Have, uh, 
not VHS, but I have, <laughs> like, I have them available to me to what watch. What years did it air? It was, like, 98 to 2001, something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, I probably just it, it was, barely actually had... You didn't have ABC yet, probably. <laughs> I may have just gotten it, like, like in 1998. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, was, it was in that weird block of ABC when... Uh, I don't know, all their sitcoms were, the the branding, I just remember their ad campaign was very yellow for some reason. Um, huh. That's kind of all I remember. I don't know. It was on the same time as Sports Night, so. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, that show had uh, young Ryan Reynolds. Had, uh, Trailer, Ryan Howard. Ruglo, Trailer Howard. Trailer uh, Howard. From season two on, they had Nathan Fillion. Uh, it's great. Oh, Trailer Howard's kind of disappeared since Monk, huh? It's too bad. Um, all right, Dustin's up three to two, which is also good because I'm running, running out of... Running out uh, of, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, number six. Uh, this show uh, ran for seven seasons. They did four Halloween episodes over those seasons. Uh, among them, uh, there was an engagement. There was a recall election. Oh, uh, Parks and Rec. Uh, there was a... West Wing. Correct. Uh, Parks and Rec is correct. Why did I say West Wing? <laughs> I don't know why you said West Wing. Dustin, I believe it's The West Wing. Sorry, sorry. That's bye. true. So you would have been correct on uh, on principle anyway. Um, all right, three to three. Now we get into the, uh, this one's, this one I don't think anyone's going to get because I barely remember it. I had to look it up. Okay. Uh, this is a Halloween special that aired in 2012. Uh, it was created by Brian Fuller. It starred Jerry O'Connell, Portia de Rossi, oh, and Oh, it was Eddie The Izzard. Monsters. Uh, yes, it was a oh, reboot yeah. of The Monsters, but that's not the title of it. Uh, I don't remember Oh, it was like was. Pleasant... Va- it was like the road that they live on, right? Mm, or the, like... I need a more specific title. <sighs> It's the cl- I mean, I honestly, that's the best thing to get. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give Tori a half point for that. Um, <laughs> I'm inching yeah, my way to that. Because you were right. It was uh, Mockingbird Lane. Yeah, that, yeah the road. Oh, yeah. Was it? Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, they, they, it was a pilot that he had done. Um, they aired it as a Halloween special, I'm assuming, because they probably had something in the contract that they had to air it. Um, but... Uh, the the ostensibly it would have turned into a series if it if it had done well enough and I guess it didn't because mm. it never picked up. Uh, all right, so Tori's up three and a half to three. <laughs> We're just gonna inch our way to that finish line. We're just gonna inch our way. Um, uh, okay. Um, the uh, number this show eight on my list. Um, they've so this show long running uh, has done a number of Halloween episodes. But their first one was particularly memorable. It was a uh, zombie-focused episode, but the zombies could speak, and they, they uh, instead of, you know, just being zombies, they claimed that they had pink eye. South Park. South Park is right. Tori oh. gets another point. Um, Damn it. Uh, that was also, like, 20 years ago, so I'm yeah. impressed that you got it. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> next... <laughs> That's really the lesson. That's the lesson. Tori's up four and a half to three. If you just but gave me still... that Munsters one, I would have won. That's true. We could, although I kind of feel like I want... I have a tiebreaker in a couple things, and I feel like we should play the tiebreaker regardless. Yeah, no, do it. Um, but, that's, uh, but let's go through. I, I only have two more b- before the tiebreaker. Um, okay, so this show, uh, they did a Halloween tribute to the Rocky Horror Picture Glee. Show. 
Uh, correct, Glee, uh, which I actually have not seen that episode, so I had no idea. I have, but how did you <laughs> jump on that so quickly? <laughs> it's like right there. What other show does musicals? That's uh, true. But still, but did you see that episode, Tori? Yeah, I watched uh, Glee. I did. You seem like not a Glee person. Oh, no, I love Glee. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. All the scenes uh, with Glee Kurt... Glee and Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yeah, all the scenes with Kurt's dad make me cry. Oh, yeah, he oh, was yeah, great. He's great. Um, uh, all right, well, Tori's won the game five and a half to three. <laughs> so I just got smoked. <laughs> that means that uh, Tori will get to choose who rants. But before we get to that, I did want to play our tiebreaker just because I, I just want to see how this goes. Um, so the tiebreaker I'd come up with is uh, it's Brooklyn Nine-Nine themed. So uh, what I wanted was for all of you to... Oh, shoot. I just realized I don't know how to do this without... Um, well, we'll see. Um, I wanted you to order... You know what? Order the episodes, <laughs> the heists, the winners. Or Order the winners of the heist. Um, oh, God. But, but, my, uh, but the, uh, the way that it would work is that Tori has to win by two because Tori is a Brooklyn Nine-Nine super fan. I'm not. <laughs> I just really but love you, it. Really? <laughs> well, I'm not a That super- means... <laughs> That sounds like you're... So here's the difference. There's, I love it, but I, I have the memory of a goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> you remembered the South Park episode from 20 so, years ago. Yeah, I've, that was... I have a very good long-term memory. <laughs> it's been proven. I've had tests. <laughs> okay. Um, well, let's see. Let's see if right. you guys remember. Um, so we'll just go through. So uh, there, there have been... Six seasons of uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. They've mm-hmm. done six Halloween heists. Uh, so, who won the first heist? It was Jake. Correct. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Damn. Who won? Who won the second? Then it was heist? Holt. Okay. Holy shit! Uh, heist season three. Amy. Yep. Season four. Uh, wasn't it Terry? No. Incorrect. Ooh. Dustin, do you have a guess? It was uh, not. It was uh, what's it was, leather jacket lady. Incorrect. It was Gina, <laughs> not uh. It was, oh, Gina. right. It was Gina, and that's oh, I remember Rosa. Gina. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're thinking of Rosa. Sorry, Rosa. Uh, season five. Then it was Terry. Incorrect. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Justice for Terry. Dustin, do you have uh, a guess? Uh, that was the engagement. That's and correct. Nobody it won? was the engagement. Nobody won. Um, and uh, season six. Terry. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Although it was not a Halloween heist, technically it was a Cinco de Mayo it heist. It was. Yeah. All right. Uh, so uh, let's see. Technically, Tori won, <laughs> but if I were playing that by Jeopardy rules, uh, Tori still won. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But she had to win my two, so Dustin wins the type. <laughs> I. I don't didn't know. I? Anyway, that that didn't matter because I just wanted to see uh, how much you guys remembered. Yeah, I was in, impressed that you remembered the first three. Yeah, you claim that you have no memory of this, and then you were just rattling them off. Well, once I knew it was actually Jake, so that was my problem. I couldn't remember if it was Holt or Jake who won the first one because then I knew it was the oh, other okay. one, the second one, and then I knew Amy won after that. Oh, so okay. once I knew, I once I figured out I got it right for Jake, then I knew the others. Got it. Um, uh, well, either way, the real game, uh, Tori has won. <laughs> and so uh, Tori gets to choose who rants. 
Well, I should say Dustin, but now I really want to hear you continue to go off about friends. <laughs> Do you have any more I don't know friends if I have... fuel? Because you can punch um... it to Dustin, but... <laughs> what? Well, okay, so what, what kind of friends... I feel like I need a prompt for the friends fuel. If, if there's, there's something I would have to remember the show of all time. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't remember the show. Okay. Enough, Useless what else happened? Friends. I mean, did Monica and Chandler stay together or that's not a real question. That's you. Okay. Okay. Now you're just, now you're just, you're just pushing. You're just trying to, you're just, Who right. Did, Phoebe, just, did she stay look, with Paul Rudd? That was a thing, right? Okay. He was okay. In it, right? That's, this is this is bullshit. Wait. You guys are okay. Tell no, us no, no, no. Look, 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 I'm just gonna I'm I'm going to I'm going to rant. So congratulations, you've done your job. But but just just tell me right now that these are these are you're not these are not serious questions. I mean they're semi serious. Actually... I'm pulling random things that I remember oh and God. asking. Okay. I, I remember Paul Rudd being on the show, right? Yes, Paul Rudd's on the show. I remember Monica seeing Tom Selleck again before she. Uh, no, after they were married. Oh my Didn't god! Did Brad Pitt show up? Oh at my one god! Because he was like yes. married to yeah. He, sh- he, had, yeah. he was on it. Okay, I will answer all of your friends' <laughs> questions, which sadly I know all of these. Okay. So first of all, yes, of course, Monica and Chandler stay together. How dare you? The show ends with them moving out children? of the apartment. They not in. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, they uh, they adopt a child. Uh, the the from a mother who was uh, Anna Ferris. Oh. Uh, oh. Anna Ferris gets pregnant, and then they uh, they adopt her child because Monica, I think, can't have kids. Oh. Um, let's see. Uh, yes, Phoebe and Paul Rudd. I don't remember his character's name. Mike. Mike something. But uh, they do uh, stay together and end up together. Uh, the series ends. Besides, do they uh, stay in New York or go to Alaska. No. What? What? How dare you? What is happening? I don't know. I don't know Russia. the Alaska thing. Um, no, <laughs> that was no, 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 no. She, she Hank, used to date. She used to date Hank Azaria, who went to Russia, which is why they stopped being together. And he comes back from Russia after she's already with Paul Rudd, and they have like a brief moment of like, oh, what could have been, but you know, whatever. Hank Azaria um, was in the show. The Hank Azaria was in the show at the beginning and at the oh. end. Um, uh, the the show on, ends. Tori. The show ends with uh, with uh, Ross, you know, stopping Rachel at the airport, and they have a big thing. And then he like try, or uh, sorry he tried to Are stop her. Are you serious? It was no, an he airport tried, ending. Of course, there's an airport ending. Well, he tried. She, she, she's about to, she, right? No, no, no. That happened in season seven. We already talked about that. Oh, what happened to the? She oh, was she, taking the baby. This was uh, the second no, no, baby. No, 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 no. She goes. She's gonna go. She gets like a great job offer in London. So she's gonna go to London. I think it's London. Anyway, somewhere in Europe. And she's she's gonna go take this job. And then Ross goes and tries to stop her and say like, you know, is he still in love with her and blah blah blah. And she was gonna abandon her child, which is very weird. But let's not Wait, do all what? Of that. Ended um, with a what? What was the? No, no, no. But then he's he's like he like does the big romantic gesture at the airport because you could still do that uh, and and like tries to stop her and uh, and then but like he doesn't get through to her so he thinks that like she stayed on the airplane and went to went to London. 
uh, oh, wait. Europe. Oh, yeah. And, and then, but then, like, he goes back to his apartment, and then he says something, I don't know, and then he's like, I wish that she had stayed, and then she's like, she, she's like, she did, and then you turn around, and then he's there, she's there, and they reconcile. But the, but the last part of that episode in the series finale is that they're all in the apartment because Monica and Chandler are moving to moving the suburbs. Moving yes. Right, because they have a kid, and they're like, it's time for them to go and be adults and stop living in New York. Um and so the last shot is everyone turning in their keys and then, like, the apartment uh, empty and, like, it kind of ends on that because the apartment was the home base and that was where they made all their memories and blah, blah, blah and all that. And it's very sad. And everyone cries. Uh, but then, uh, wait, what did I miss? Oh, Tom Selleck. Okay, so Tom Selleck, uh, <laughs> I've gone longer than six seconds. Tom Selleck was uh, a friend of uh, Monica's dad. And so they rec- they met they met as adults... I want to say in season two, somewhere around there. But then they date for a while, and then uh, they break up. And he comes back uh, when after she's already been dating Chandler, and uh, she and like she he comes back very specifically, very specifically. Excuse me, in I want to say season five, because she's having doubts and Chandler's acting weird. And then she kind of, like, reconnects with Richard, which is Tom Selleck. And he's like, I want you back. I'm so sorry, blah, 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 whatever. Um, I'm, he wasn't ready to get married again, in, and which is why they broke up. But now he's like, I'm ready to get married or again if that's what you want. And she's like, this is unfair because, you know, why won't you – why wouldn't you – I wish you had wanted to get married back then when we were together. And why doesn't Chandler want to get married now? And then she goes back to the apartment, and there's a million candles, and he proposes to her. And then they get engaged. Huh. And how do you not remember all of this? And why do I remember all of this? I don't know. I don't know. All right, friend superfan, two follow-up questions. Oh, God. The baby. How many seasons did Joey run? Uh, Joey ran, I believe, two seasons. Oh. Three seasons. Three seasons. Okay, I didn't yes. know that. And who was the love interest? Andrew Anders. That's right. Why does Dustin know I only know, know that because they Joey? ended up, they started uh, dating in real life? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, for a long time. Huh. Um, Andrea Anders was also on two other sitcoms that I really loved. Better Off Ted. Better Off Ted. And, and uh, Go the On? Class. That was no, the, class. the class. The class was Who amazing. was Go On? Go On was uh, Matthew Perry, Laura Benanti, Allison Miller, who's on uh, Oh, yeah, things, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, a lot of other character actors. Um. Wait, what was your? Did you ask two follow-up questions, or was that? Yeah, yeah, that, that, those were the okay. two. I'm still stuck on. Was Ross with the baby when she was going to London? I don't understand what happened to the baby. I believe Ross was going to. They they never. I don't. This part I don't remember exactly, but I feel like Ross was just going to be the parent, basically, and she was because it was some amazing job opportunity, so she was going to go to London. Okay. That job was more important than the baby, Tori. Right. Hmm. Because who cares about a, a baby? And that's the freedom that women have these days. Did they name the baby? <laughs> yes, uh, they had a daughter. She was named Emma. Oh. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Should have named her. Why do I remember all of this? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Is, what was it in Mad really About kind of You, Mabel? Yes. yes. That's the only baby name I remember. <laughs> Oh, and and uh, I'm I'm really so I don't have Spectrum cable, so I can't watch the Mad About You reboot or new season, I guess. Um, but I'm curious to know 
what they're doing because they ret- it sounds like they're retconning the finale. Oh. Well, they didn't get a divorce? It's, I mean, I guess not, right? Maybe they reconciled. Well, they do in the series finale, um, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I have a weird soft spot for that show, even though I can't remember anything about it. I know. Um, I do, too. Yeah. But, but I do, I am curious to see what they did with their shows, except I don't have Spectrum cable. So Neither do I. So somebody I needs to it. tell us what's happening on that. Uh, if someone wants to tell us what's happening, please let us know on Twitter, yeah. I guess, because that's where you can reach us, which is a good pivot into that part of the thing that we're supposed to do. Um, Remember when I'm, it was going to be a short episode? It, well, look, it's, it's, it's only going to be an hour-ish. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll cut some of my rant, right? Cause no, no, no the rant. we got to keep that. Back half, we keep it all, yeah. Oh, God. All right. Um, I'm at Dan Hamamura. Dan is spelled normally. Hamamura is H-A-M-A-M-U-R-A. Uh, I am at, at Torionic, T-O-R-I-O-N-I-C, I think. No, and I am <laughs> at Pajiba. Uh, Tori, why do you always say I, I think or probably? Because is I it, get to are, the end of the episode and I've had like a glass or two of wine and spelling <laughs> gets harder. Hey, it's like Tori Ironic or well, no, Tori like, Ronic? like Bionic, only with Tori. Right, right. Um, no, it's good. I was just I really curious should just write I... it down <laughs> so I can read it off. But I'm trying not to look at my computer while I do this. Um, anyway, that's our show for this week. Thanks so much for listening, if you have been listening. Um, I'm sorry for yelling because I think I got really loud during some of the friend it stuff. But you might have. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, I'm, it, apparently I'm bothered by the fact that people don't remember friends. Um, look, it's a show of like the of the of the youth, you know, like the the twenty somethings. They all love Friends, so um, I guess this is me trying to maintain my youth instead of being old. I'm glad tired. we found a sore spot for you. I know this and puns, How do you not man. Remember? Gonna... I just feel like I just assume that it's a it's it's not in every it's not like burned into everybody's brains like mine. No, I did a lot of drugs after I was friends. <laughs> That doesn't. That means it burns in more. No. Doesn't it? <laughs> but right, I remember South Park. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, thanks, uh, Tori and Dustin, again for joining me. Um, next week, I'm sure we'll talk about something about Apple TV Plus. Um, Unless we haven't watched it. Or, or maybe we'll talk about how none of us were willing to pay five dollars for that. Um, but. Uh, Come back next week. We'll have a whole new episode. Uh, Thanks. Goodbye. Good night.